0: Listener production. Hey there, Benzion Siebert here with your afternoon briefing. The last Liberal government in the country has called an election more than a year earlier than they need to. Premier Jeremy Rockliffe announced yesterday that Tasmanians will go to the polls on March 23rd. There are a lot of very, very serious problems for the people of Tassie right now that don't often make it into the news on the mainland, and they should. Decades of systematic child sexual abuse in key government-funded institutions, healthcare, housing, and education systems in crisis, and the fight over getting Tasmania an AFL team that sometimes overshadows everything else. While all this is going on, the Premier has been arguing that the Parliament of Tasmania has become unworkable because two former Liberal MPs ditched the party and they won't agree to pass all the government's legislation. Tessa Randello from the Listener Newsroom joined us to talk through the details. So Tessa, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. What's going on? Why are we going to an (laughs) early election in Tasmania? Well,
1: it seems a little bit crazy, but it hasn't really come completely out of the blue. Back in May, two of the Liberal members, um, Laura Alexander and John Tucker, defected from the Liberal Party to become independent members. And that's over wanting some more information and some more clarity on a couple of big issues that were happening. That did throw the government into a minority. So they are having to work with the opposition, the Greens and the independents to try and get anything they want through Parliament at the moment. And most recently, the Premier, Jeremy Rockliffe, has asked those two independent members for a little bit more support, wanting them to vote for all Liberal things that are coming through the Parliament at the moment. And they said no. And so he has said, we can't work like this. The government won't get stuff done. So Mm -hmm. we're going to an election. What does the
0: AFL have to do with all this? Catch us up.
1: So this is a bit of a a long, drawn out 10-year, very dramatic story when it comes to the AFL and Tasmania. Tasmania is one of those states that's really big into AFL and obviously does not have its own team. But the AFL and the state government came together to agree to give Tasmania the 19th license. But in that license is one condition that is the most contentious part of the entire agreement, which is a stadium, a new stadium that would have to be built on the waterfront in Hobart at an area they call Macquarie Point. It would mm. cost $715 million. The federal government has come to the table with $250 million of that. The AFL is chipping in just $15 million, so the Tasmanian government would have to kind of cover the rest of that. And so these two Liberal defectors are actually the ones that said We want to see more transparency around this project. We want to be able to ask the questions and make sure that it basically doesn't spend Tasmanians money, their taxpayer money too much if there's cost blowouts, if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is a big part of the reason that they left the Liberal Party. And it's also going to be a big contentious part of the election because the Labor leader also does not agree with the stadium, but wants a team which is... Going to be interesting to see how she plays that.
0: (laughs) So the AFL is saying we are not giving you a team unless you have a stadium. Labour is saying we want a team without a stadium. And I suppose the main arguments that they're putting are about, well, all the other massive problems that Tasmanians are facing at the moment, healthcare, education, a whole lot of child sexual abuse scandals. Can you talk us through some of those big policy areas that are going on at the moment?
1: Yeah, of course. So health is a massive one, obviously. Ambulance ramping is something that we're seeing across the entire country, but especially in Tasmania, it is really bad. The two big hospitals, one in the south and one in the north, but we're also seeing GP practices, smaller practices, shutting down The last mother-baby unit in Hobart actually closed a couple of months ago because it was no longer viable for the private company that ran that to keep running it and has been replaced with just a couple of beds in the public hospital. So, that's one of the big issues that kind of underlines everything. Mm -hmm. And one of Labor and the Greens' big points is that money that is going to a stadium could instead be going to fixing some of these issues with healthcare And so when it comes to the issue of child sexual abuse, there was actually a commission of inquiry that came out into the institutional child sexual abuse in Tasmania, and that took up a lot of time. There was over 100 recommendations, which the government has accepted all of them, but with all this other stuff going on, not a lot of them have managed to kind of come into reality and into legislation.
0: And just so people understand, what is the scope of child sexual abuse that was revealed in that commission of inquiry? How big was this problem? It was
1: devastatingly big, to be honest. It was in youth detention centres, the Ashley Youth Detention Centre specifically, they want to see that closed. The Commission of Inquiry wants a brand new youth detention centre because of what is happening there. But it also looked at out-of-home care. It also looked at the way institutions are dealing with kids that are being left in foster care. And it really did open up a devastating amount of child sexual abuse in Tasmania.
0: And that report came out relatively recently. I think one of the key criticisms of the Rockcliffe government has been uh, alleged inaction as a result of that report. What has the Liberal Party in government been saying in response to those criticisms? And it's been in government for 10 years now. How does it make the argument that it is the party that can fix all these really serious issues in Tasmania?
1: So when it comes to the Commission of Inquiry specifically, they say they're putting in all the recommendations. They want to take the time to make sure they get it right. They have already announced a new place where the new youth detention centre will be. So there is some movement that is happening. Mm-hmm. And I guess when it comes to politics and politicians, you know, they they write things the way that they want you to see them. So a lot of these issues that have been coming up in health, in housing, which are two of the really big issues in Tasmania, the Rockcliffe government has said that they're already making inroads into some of their goals. They've hit targets, they've increased beds, they've increased capacity and Mm -hmm. that surgery wait lists are going down, which we have seen in a lot of the data that has come out.
0: Let's talk about the Labor Party in Tasmania. They only just got out of administration, as in the the National Labor Party took them over and... Only now, as the election was coming, they decided, okay, you can run yourselves again. What's going on with the Labor Party in Tasmania? The Labor Party is kind of in the middle of what it seems
1: between the Liberals and the Greens, who is the other big party that we have in Tasmania. They do fight the government on a lot of things, especially housing and especially health. Those are their two very big key problems that they've been talking about. And that's why they want to see no stadium but an AFL team because mm-hmm. the Labor Party says that that money should be moved elsewhere. They don't come without their own issues as well. They have been known, I guess, colloquially as the party that does kind of stick in the middle and doesn't really make strong arguments for either side.
0: And what about the Greens? Because in Tasmania, I certainly know when I was reporting there that it kind of seemed like even though there were only two members at the time, they were basically the opposition.
1: Yeah, I think the Greens kind of take on a lot of those arguments that you would expect the opposition to sometimes when it comes to Tasmania. Still a very small party, just a handful of people in the Greens. They've actually, their leader has just moved to run for a seat in the upper house instead of in the lower house. So there's Mm -hmm. even smaller again, but they do same thing when it comes to housing and health, obviously massive ones. And then also those issues of keeping Tasmania, which is known as, you know, one of those cleanest air in the world, beautiful forests everywhere. Mm -hmm. This big quarter of Tasmania is just wilderness. So it's also about keeping that as clean as possible and getting renewable energy sorted.
0: Mm -hmm. And just for a brief outline, what are the major things that the Liberals, the Labor Party and the Greens have promised so far? It's only day one of the election campaign. It is only day one of the election
1: campaign, but (laughs) we've already got promises from everyone. After the announcement, the Labor Party was already starting to spruik some of their um, cost of living measures. They want to bring down cost of living, obviously, and health and housing, again, are going to be big ones for them. They're going to make sure that those targets set by the federal government will be met and our own targets will be met in terms of building more housing um, in Tasmania. The Liberal Party really just want to promise exactly what they've been promising for a long time, which is financial stability. And they say that they will kind of keep working on health and housing in Tasmania and that they've already hitting those targets. But the whole point of calling this early election was so that the Liberal Party could stay in majority. And that's kind of what they're saying. They're saying we're going to be even more stable because we're going to be in a majority. But that was a promise that was made at the last election.
0: Which obviously means that they would have the most seats in the parliament so they could get their legislation through when they want to. There's every likelihood there'll be another minority parliament and this problem that Jeremy Rockcliffe wants to solve won't be solved or might not be solved. What does it look like if there's another minority parliament and all of this was kind of for naught for him?
1: I think it'll be really interesting to see how the public will respond to that because this has been a promise that has been made for years. We will be a majority and we will be in power and we will be able to get through everything that we need to get through. It might... See either the the Liberals or Labour partnering with some independents or even some new members who might get in in the Jackie Lambie network. Both are pretty sure they're not looking to partner with the Greens in terms of getting any of their legislation through or in terms of making a majority government. But it could just end up being a little bit more chaos in Tasmania, which is not what they need right now, especially with everything that has just come out of that Commission of Inquiry.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tessa, thanks so much for catching us up. Thank you. Tessa Randello there. That's all for this afternoon's episode of The Briefing. We'll be back in your feed from 6am tomorrow with your Friday morning briefing. And we're always keen to hear your feedback on the show, stories you'd like us to tell, and guest suggestions. Search The Briefing Podcast on Instagram and send us a DM. I'm Ben Sion Siebert. Thanks for listening.